uh, not for humans. I think I, I might just can I. Uh, I need to do it again and say not for human consumption, don't I? I know that you can't see it, uh, listeners at home, but I do have ridiculous facial hair. I fell out of love watching those. I was like, I don't want cider anymore. In three days after my crucifixion, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll back that motherfucking stone, and I'm gonna, <laughs> and I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna come out and go, go wherever I go. Welcome to another episode of the Neutral Cider Hotel podcast. I am your host, Mr. Gabriel Cook, and coming up a little bit later on the show, we'll be chatting with entrepreneur and original cider saviour, Mr. Simon <laughs> Wright. <laughs> and finally, there's going to be a new speak pipe voicemail question we'll be answering to wrap up the show. Lovely job. But first, big props to James Finch and Adam Wells for their new venture, Cider Review. We have kind of mentioned it a little bit. It's yeah. a fantastic platform, website for more long-form pieces about, you know, what's happening with the world of cider, lots of reviews. Uh, they've done a taxonomy. It's it's an amazing resource. Do go and check it out, cider-review.com. And they've recently had a launch party on yeah. Instagram. And mm-hmm. well, it, it, it got me thinking. And first of all, A, the Neutral Cider Hotel didn't have a launch party, which is oh, no. oh, sad. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> a bit sad, yeah. You know, Would we, anyone we have come? Just... I don't know. It, it was... <laughs> Well, like li- know, probably what? Little Pomona and Tom Oliver would have been there. Well, quite possibly. <laughs> several times over, they would have yeah. like, looped back around and come back in again. Um, br- bringing a new bottle every time or just pinching one and then coming back around quite possibly. So I don't know, just I wonder, I wonder what would the Neutral Cider Hotel party look like? Oh. Going back in time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Look at this. Here we are. Nice. The good lighting. Good lighting. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Floor's a bit sticky. A little bit sticky. Sorry, that'd be my fault. I didn't put a bucket oh. on the floor. Oh, <laughs> uh, of course it would be. Sorry. Many, many times over. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you can you hear any is that someone at the door? Are there people coming? <laughs> ah. Wait, is this our first guest? It's our first Please. guest. Welcome, welcome, come in, come in. Come in. Welcome Hello. to the Neutral Cider Hotel. You're always in for a warm welcome here. Would you like, <laughs> would you like, we should probably start with a drink, shouldn't we? There's a few different options. Uh, if you're interested in a, um, there's a special punch over here. It's lovely. It's, it's from Scotland. It's got lots of twigs in there. It might be <laughs> potentially to, to, your, to your liking. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Yes? No? <laughs> is that the, is that the, the palate of cider that you have <laughs> oh, on, on offer tonight? <laughs> I, I believe. I believe. We, I think we've got some in the cupboard. It, it, it does induce a wave of of, uh, of a soporific nature that mm. never ends. So you've got to be careful with that one. Um, it could be. It could be end of days. Um, oh God! Yeah. Uh, have we got? We've got a band playing, though, right? Well, you say you. Yeah, you mentioned the music. It's absolutely cracking. His name's Banjo Pete. Um, <laughs> oh, this Banjo is, Pete! This actually, yes. is it's, it's not even the day job. He works for the UN, don't you know? Oh, it's amazing. We got him. O- I know. I know. We got him over. 
really? Cool. Oh my god. That's lucky yeah. us, eh? Well, food wise, guys, um, I've prepared two things oysters and peasant salad. Um, so, ah, use the tomato knife to chop mm, that all day. That's my favourite. Oh, could I, could I just say from personal experience, those tomato knives, they, they can jump about a bit and be a little bit cutty <laughs> oh, on the finger. Yeah. Yeah, we do have, we have, we, we brought in the professionals to set up the badminton net though. So if you do fancy a game throughout the night, uh, just go into, into the next room there. There's a badminton net set up um, for, for anyone that pre-cut, pre-cut. <laughs> we don't want any injuries. Yeah, no, that's, they don't want any, uh, any, any blood on the floor. So, yeah. so yeah, food, drink, music. Looks like we've got it on, all, uh, all covered there. So come and enjoy the party please but just could everyone just avoid the bin in the corner that's where we keep the fox whelp content (laughs) (laughs) so yeah well (laughs) just would have been a bit shit really wouldn't it maybe it was just as well that we didn't have one and that we just let the content speak for itself and you are lovely listeners. You are always welcome. There's always a party here at the Neutral Cider Hotel, and you are always welcome. All right, that'll do it for our opening segment. Now, let's see what's happening in the news. Side of Hotel, it's time for this week's news. But before we get on to discussing the hottest topics of the day, we are going to open up a cider, have a little taste, and that will be our liquid soundtrack for the rest of the show. So what have we got? We have the Pearson's Dry Cider. I've sent a bottle of this off to the boys too. Hello, yeah. What do we think as a, as a bit of a kickoff? Yeah. Um, the first thing I will say, I saw the label and I thought, oh, Turner's have had a rebrand. Uh, it, it's mm. very in line with a couple of producers. Obviously, simple typography, looks nice, looks clean. Um, but first thing, just lovely strawberry-ish fruity number. Like, very easy. Yeah. Yep. Really fruity, really... Uh, I mean, it sounds silly to say this. Apple flesh, stewed apples, mm-hmm. you know, apple pie, beautiful, easy. It's it's admirably kind of like dry and there's definitely some spiciness and some elements that would be maybe a bit challenging for some folk, but part of the reason why I kind of like it. And it, it's quite broadly available. It's in um, Midshire's Co-op, I do believe. So you can get it across the middle yeah, um, American listeners yeah you'll know the co-op yeah. chain in the UK <laughs> you know the co-op of course there's a particularly nice one in Wolverhampton go check it out next time you're in know the exactly where that is yep. yeah very good and also quickly it has the apple varieties on the bottle which Ooh. I love Ooh. and you know what and they also list the um, the yeast strains that they use as well AWRI350 and PDM shout out to know, the PDM, PDM fans in the audience PDM yeah. massive <laughs> yeah <laughs> <clears throat> but this is good. This is this is this is the kind of stuff that we enjoy on labels being informative and educating the consumer to allow them to make more informed choices. All right, on to the news. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to kick off, and I saw French cider brand Sassy Sassy San Diego. No, not they're not from San Diego. They're from Normandy. <laughs> Sassy has, has launched. 
I got carried away. I was just excited (laughs) by the alliteration. Sassy Normandy doesn't quite have the same ring as Sassy San Diego, but that's factually incorrect. So Sassy, um, they've been in the UK for a little while. They are a very modern, contemporary uh, interpretation, from a packaging point of view, presentation certainly of uh, Normandois ciders. But I, I quite like what they do. Often there's a lot of sort of, you know, um controlled fermentation such that not all the sugars have been converted to alcohol lower alcohol higher kind of sweetness and going into 220 majestic stores for those who aren't the no majestic is a is a big uk and nationwide wine store predominantly they've got a few beers and a few sort of mainstreamish ciders in there so this is a bit of a departure something a little bit uh, more elegant something definitely more aimed at the wine drinker 220 stores um, across the country, the rosé um, and the brut as well. So this this is, uh, just, again, just uh, for me, it's just another step on the road to getting more people more interested in cider. So it's got to be a good thing. There we go. Moving on. Who's next? Oh. Martin. Oh, it's me. What have you seen? Um, I think we're actually a bit behind on this news. Um, so it was in Bristol Live. It says Bristol's Cat Cafe to reopen as a cider bar. So uh, the boys at Beard and Sabre. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt you without... without I mean, there's, there's a headline if ever there was one. Cat Cafe shut so cider bar opens. Yep. Uh, Unfortunately, <laughs> they've had to put all the cats to sleep. So it is a very... No, oh. no. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. I mean, I hate cats, right? But... That, that is, that's uh, that's that's bad news to be spread and false information like that. <laughs> well, all right. So I have no journalistic uh, information on the lives of the cats. I love cats, uh, but yeah. So um, all I. <laughs> All I'll add is Beard and Saber, uh, the boys that focus on hopped ciders are going to be opening a bar in Bristol. So it's just, uh, again, if Sassy being a Majestic's another way of getting people involved. Uh, having something that's more hyper-specialised and a nice cider bar in Bristol can't be anything but good news. Amazing. You know, the more the more, the more more cider opportunities for, for punters, especially in Bristol, being that proud cider city that it is, is great. But with that, with that twist of being the hopped ciders, not the traditional, something completely different, it's going to be really interesting to see um, see how they get on. Very best of luck to them too. On the on the on the note of a hopped cider, um, I'm going to jump in with my news piece. Um, I I was alerted to a, a cidery based in the US announcing their new flavored cider, and I don't want to position myself as as anti flavored cider. I know I've had some seemingly quite strong opinions on it previously you on the podcast. Called out Pineapple Mike on the previous episode. <laughs> yep, that was you. Thanks for, put- <laughs> Thanks for putting those words in my mouth. Um, but it was recently uh, Cidery announced their new flavoured cider, a Tom Yum cider. Oh, <laughs> exactly, exactly what I thought, Martin. Thank yeah. you for backing me up. What can you explain what that is for those of us who don't know what Tom Yum is? It's an abomination, and that's the only <laughs> word that we need to use Fair to enough. describe it, right? It's a, it, because okay, flavored cider. Let's let's put flavors in cider that that are are there to enhance the flavor of the apple variety, or that 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 have been proven to be to work well in other drinks or meals or flavor. In touch too, in stores now, yeah. 
Exactly. There we go. In touch too. Probably not selling well, Martin. If you're mentioning it a lot of times already. Um, sausage, sausage Perry. Flavor, you say, sausage yeah. flavor Perry. Sadly, <laughs> departed. I just, I just can't get on board with something like that. That's, it's a soup. All right. For a start, it's a soup, and it's a brilliant soup, and it's probably one of my favourite soups. And I like soup, but I'm not. You know what's what is next? What is next? Like, are we gonna? I like. You know, I like Branston. I really like Branston pickle. Okay, do I want it in my cider? No. And am I going to try it? No. Let me knock you uh, sideways here, Grant. Did you see um, Northern Monks collab with Seabrooks crisps, cheese and onion lager? Oh, are you serious? Yes, we're on live cheese and well, onion crisps. That's lager. it, though. They, so this is the, this is another thing that I've uh, not being someone from the beer industry, but having seen a lot of beers, or maybe over the past year or you know recently where i'm like what you do why are you doing what you're doing to that and we've spoken about this before martin what Mm -hmm. are you doing to that beer why are you doing that you know like a roast pudding or no roast uh roast beef yep same yorkshire pudding beer (laughs) was it yeah the jam roly poly yeah i just i don't nah i'm not i'm not and and do you know it's not that's not cider in my opinion it's not uh, and uh, like I, I what like I don't want a minestrone fucking sweet copping or like, <laughs> like brown sauce Yarlington Mill. I, How did you was, not say browns sauce? Oh my god! Oh my well, god. Uh, just well, minestrone uh, sweet copping. Well, let's, <laughs> a, I, I just nah, I, I, it should oh. be good. It should, it, you know flavored cider as a category is I think is a is a great and innovative thing, but. That, I'm, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Uh, what, what, I, I, it's just, it's, it's not, not all right. Well, let's say this. A couple of years ago, Wild Beer Co. did a uh, Tom Yum uh, beer, but it worked well for that because it's a recipe-led product, beer. It's, you're producing it all mm. in and brewing it, and it's obviously served cold, so it matched it, and it's a bit spicy, wild. Um, bit gimmicky, but it worked. But Insider... Is there a place for it? And I mean, listeners, please uh, just send in a speak pipe with your recommendations of recipes. Uh, Browns sauce and minestrone. <laughs> You're taking So is Scotch broth, Yarlington Mill. That's my. <laughs> Mulligatawny Major coming soon. <laughs> well, do you know, actually, and, and in a previous episode, Gabe, you brought up. Uh, um, the the curry massaman curry as a joke uh, when we were talking with felix about the, the coconut curry, flavors yeah, you know you, you mean and, and then all of a sudden a week later there's there is a, a soup a soup cider i just ah uh, nah, i am sorry. prophetic i am prophetic <laughs> prophetic and you are and you are profanity laden grant oh. and we love you for it actually oh. just uh, interesting though about what you're saying and martin about about the, the recipe and the potential for construct when when I was at Westerns 10 years ago, there was like an archive of, of, of previous products. And I think in the early 2000s or in the late 90s, they did do a cider with lemongrass and some of the aromatics. It, it, I think it did kind of work kind of well, but there was a simplicity to it and also not the over kind of like gimmicky nature to it. And, you know, yeah. everybody's going to have a, an opinion on whether they like it or not. But actually that was sensible and, and, and I think it worked. Yeah, I I wouldn't put apple juice in my tom yum soup. You know, like that it's not that way around either. So, (laughs) well, let's end the news on a high note. Actually, Scott, you got anything to add, baby? Mm. 
Yay. I do. A little North American Baby. cider news. You had. <laughs> Did you not get the memo? Brian? That's how yeah. we're referring to Scott now. Baby on. Scott. We, we don't use his name. We just call him like Baby. Baby, Baby doll. Sweet Baby Scott. Handsome Scott. Yep, that's me. Small yeah. ham sandwich, yeah. Scott. <laughs> no, that's not right. Uh, yeah, so uh, over here... Uh, <laughs> said that in, so seriously. <laughs> no, no, not right. That's yeah. not right. Uh, in North America, this is Canadian cider news, actually. Uh, are you familiar with the brand Thornbury? Mm-hmm. No. Gabe, no, I, I figured so. you of all... <laughs> Thornbury Village... Canadian cider oh. maker, and oh. uh, they're celebrating along with the legendary Canadian band, The Tragically Hip. Familiar with them? Nope. This nope. is a great news piece already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> now we know how you feel for every single news item. This yeah. is pretty much all the shows. Every this is payback. This is what's going to be good. This this cider maker is going to be like the uh, opposite little Pomona. So when they meet, they're like the exact same team, but from the other place. <laughs> Sean of the Dead. Yeah, Look Sean of the Sean Dead. dead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but what about them, bud? Uh, so tragically hip has uh it's uh, their record from 1991 called road apples is turning 30 and thornbury village decided to make a cider called road apples to celebrate the 30th anniversary of that album oh. and most importantly if anyone uh has been to canada or knows canadian ease uh the term road apples is what they call horse poop <laughs> So it's a weird Horse thing poop. to call <laughs> call both an album and a cider, but that's where we I are. I love today. that. That's brilliant. my album is quite literally shit. Is that what they're saying? <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, I mean that's British levels of uh, self-deprecation there. It's quite quite remarkable. I'm now taking that phrase to use in everyday life. Um right. and I can just leave the toilet, say to Jay, watch out, I left a couple of toilet apples in there. Toilet apples. You know, oh. toilet apples. Well, yeah, or garden apples. Oh, Freddie's just done a garden apple. Oh, I did. I, got, I thought the context was you're having a shit in the garden. You're like, oh, garden apples. <laughs> <laughs> However drunk I am. Could could be. I mean, this time it was Freddie, but, you know, next time. Code Brown, Sula's done a bath apple. A bath apple? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, this is good. I, I mean, apple if, it, if it was floating, a bath apple. If it sinks, a bath pear. That's the way it rolls. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. And and, and uh, here's a here's a just a final little little sort of quiz nugget for you, Martin Grant Scott. Do you know what a, what brook apples are? Mm-hmm. Oh. What are they? No. no. They are when a cider maker uses water, as in a babbling brook. Oh, Martin. Very, very good. Not included in In Touch, by the way. That's not why I know yeah, it. No. I was going to say, how do, you, how do you know that? How do you know that? Mmm. <laughs> brook apples on tap at Spilton. Eh, which no, cider maker told no, you that? not really. That, uh, no, it's, act, it's actually one that I got told ages ago when I was at the Cock Tavern. I was like, what What the hell are these brook apples that people are joking about? And uh, it's when you realise that cider makers are just esoteric nerds and uh, that's why we love them. Indeed it is. All right, that'll do it for the news. Now it's on to our chat with the original saviour of cider himself, Mr. Simon Rye.
this week's interview. Entering the Neutral Cider Hotel today is a man who could be considered the most successful cider entrepreneur of his generation. Having spent years working as a marketing manager for AB InBev and Green King, he had a desire to establish his own drinks enterprise and chose cider on account of its untapped potential. From a small archway in East London to a bigger archway on the Bermondsey Beer Mile, Hawk Cider quickly became a byword for bold and contemporary branding, fresh modern ciders and London's finest taproom. Having attracted the attention of BrewDog back in 2018, our guest left the company last year to pursue ventures new. So let's see what's on the horizon. Checking in to the hotel today is the original saviour of cider himself, <laughs> Mr. Simon How soon you were going to get that in, saviour of cider. Did you have a sweepstake with the family as to how many it, seconds within, would I think, it take? Yeah, Albert got it. My, my son, he said, yeah, within 0.001 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, those gits are going to get you straight yeah. away. Mind you, with with your increasingly beautiful, long, flowing locks, you know, the Jesus-esque look you've got going on, you truly are the saviour of all of us, let alone just, just a Live, side live the brand. That's what you, <laughs> you got to do. <laughs> uh, well, I'd know that. I've got a, I've got a silly moustache. So, hey... <laughs> I, I, Go over to you then, Simon. How, what has the last, yeah, seven months or so been like in, in your, in your cider isolation? Yeah. Um, it's been really, it's been really weird, really, because, you know, normally when you come out of something like that's been a huge part of your life and has pretty much taken over your, your whole, you know, everything you do in your life, your family life, your, you know, your work life is all encompassing as, as it, you know, as you guys all, all know who, who, who do your own thing. Um, to then it, literally overnight, it, you just stop that, you know, and, and, and also on top of that was the lockdown, you know, so, you, mm. you know, I went in, so I left at the end of October and then into November. Um, and then, you know, that was Christmas and then lockdown and then, you know, you know, trying to get some kind of semblance of what, what you're going to do next when you're just staring at a screen or, or you can't go and talk to people. You can't go and see people, you know, everything that I did when I started Hawks was about me going to see and meet other people, you know, in America or whatever. And it was like, yeah, I like that. I'll take that. I can't, I haven't been able to do that. So it's been, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a weird time from a work perspective, but it's been a great time in terms of being able to spend time at home with my second child. Cause my first one didn't basically get, get to see me when, you know, when she was little. So, so for that, I'm thankful, but um, please, please just get me out of this house now. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I was going to ask is about like, uh, you mentioned it there about basically removing yourself from the thing you set up. Every brewery that I know that's sold, the owners have stayed on. What's what's it like moving on from the thing that you set up from the start? Well, well I was there for two. So we actually sold technically, um, we sold in uh, April 2018. So um, I actually stayed, I guess I lasted, you know, two and a half years after that, which actually from a kind of a, a founder staying on time, I think it's not, not so bad, you know, um, you, you know, especially in an ecosystem and a fast moving business like, like BrewDog, you know, I think that, um, um, I think that was, that was a pretty good, <laughs> pretty good tenure. <laughs> um, um, so, um, yeah, so, but, but yeah, I mean, look, it's the most, 
like middle class problem that anyone's ever going to have is, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to say, oh, well, it's me. One day I woke up and then I'd sold my business and I didn't have anything to do. Um, but it is like, you don't realize the psychology of it, I guess, until a time passes and you're like, I haven't had any emails from anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what, what's going you know what 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 what's going on and then it's kind of like shit actually we're back to it's over to you now so you, you, we're back to square one you you, you gotta you gotta come up with something else now so um that that bit's been um that bit's getting interesting now is that how you feel you 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 feel you've got you've got to come up with something else yeah because i i'm a you know i'm a i i, I love i love the i love what i did I love what I, you know, I love what I created. I loved being part of, you know, suddenly going from, you know, um, you know, big corporate world like ABI and stuff. And then suddenly you're in, you know, I, I was, op- everyone inside her welcomed me with open arms, you know, and suddenly you're in, you're in a community and, and, you know, and you just, you're just bouncing and you're just vibing off that the whole time, which I'm sure Grant, you know, you picked up since you come into cider, what a close community it is and stuff. So suddenly you're part of an ecosystem, which is really cool. And then, um, you know, and then for, for me, I, I, I miss that, you know, I, I, I want to be, you know, I want to have something that I can call my own again and something that I can, um, something I can be proud of and something that I can, um, I can get going and, you know, maybe it'd be under a different, um, not so much pressure or something. I don't know. I don't know. Let's uh, probably, probably not to be honest, but uh, you know, I certainly, I feel that there's a fire in me that, that I've got, you know, I've got to get out there and, and, um, and, and, and kind of keep going, you know, that I've got to scratch that itch. Well, I mean, let's 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 get straight to it. Do you, do you think that you would get back to cider once again? Is 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 have do you have unfinished business with cider? Um, yeah, I do. I, I definitely do. Um, I think when we were, um, I think when we kind of did the brew dog deal, I think we were um, as a independent business. I think we were really just. I don't know what you guys think, but I think we were really starting to get into a groove and get momentum as a, as a, as a business, like we were really kind of, um, you know, we were really getting, you know, getting noticed and, you know, sales were going through the roof and, you know, I guess that's why Brewdog came in for us, but maybe from that perspective, you know, that was, I shouldn't have let that run out, um, for, 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 for a good while longer, um, and kind of gone on that ride. Cause once you do, once you become part of another, someone else's ecosystem, it does change the the nature mm. of the business. It does change, it, it does change things um, for better and for worse. Um, and um, yeah, I, I guess that probably yeah, I'd like to I'd like to kind of you know um, kind of do that. But I think also whether or not it's in a business perspective, or whether or not it's you know um, looking to try and help. Um, you know, help the community a bit more for cider, you know, Gabe, you know, you know, you and I have spoken for a lot about this, about how basically I feel that, you know, that cider kind of in a way as a craft community needs to get shit together a little bit in the sense of, you know, standing tall and, and getting out, standing tall and getting out there and, and kind of breaking beyond the the mold um, of kind of where, where we are um, now. And um, you're not, doesn't have to be like craft beer. doesn't have to, you know, be that, you know, um, you know, be that kind of world, but, um, I still think there's a, there's a huge world for, for cider to, to, um, to, to grow into for sure. Talking about cider as, as 
as a as an industry and and you know maybe not not comparing itself or or setting a path similar to craft beer but 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 there's a feeling that that something needs to happen or certain things need to happen to, to push cider um and i guess you you were you felt that like you were doing that with hawks to to bring it into uh a more sort of I guess a more mainstream audience or, or somewhere that's, that's well, a just a bigger audience. For, I think, right. I think that's the thing. I, th- I don't know if it, you know, I mean, I don't know, yeah, mainstream or just a bigger one. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, you know, you uh, know, you know, in terms of what, in terms of what, in terms of if, you know, if you think that it's, you know, it's fine. And, and I guess that word is it's fine. is the thing that I've never really, <laughs> I've never really liked. It's not fine. It's not fine. <laughs> I'm not fine with fine. Is well, that yeah, but that's what sometimes I always, sometimes I, I kind of felt that when we get somewhere, then actually we end up going back to the thing that we end up going as a, as a community. It's like, Oh, actually, ah, oh, fuck off. Don't know, just fuck it. Things are fine. Let's not worry about it. You yeah. know, let's just, let's <laughs> yeah. just crack on. Yeah. You know, we, we, we're all, we're all do, kind of doing okay. And Is that because cider makers are a bit more dissociated than brewers? Like there's no local community really. And where they are localized, a lot of them have completely opposing opinions and don't actually chat to each other. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it is. But then maybe that's the thing that it, that is also, which is amazing about it, but also the thing that can, in, in a way, hold, be holding it, back to some extent mm-hmm. um i don't know like you uh, we've all been to well you know you go to america and we all come when we go to something like a cider con we all come back and we're like oh, well why couldn't i why why isn't it like that over here why, we we mm. loved it we yeah, know yeah. we had an amazing time everyone loved each other we were hanging out there's a million people there there's thousands of people at this gig and everyone's just waxing lyrical about cider and you leave so pumped and you come back and you go, NACM, great. <laughs> <laughs> you go, oh, there's a, there's a tweet about um, Hogan's. And now oh, there's another one, a tweet about um, Magnus. Oh, what, enjoy your cider today. Cheers. Thanks. For that. <laughs> so then what, what, so, so what? <laughs> so good. I mean, I guess what is it about the US then that, that they're doing right? And, and, and what, what did you bring back when you went to the US and put into Hawks to to try and 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 change that? I, I mean everything. I mean every. I mean every, literally everything. Like I am not a clever guy, right? I I literally, you know, I had I sat down and I had spoke to, you know, uh, spoke to uh, Nat at Rev Nats. You know, I spoke to Ryan. You know, I you know I went to Portland. I just engrossed myself in 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 that um, for 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 a week or so. And you just leave like with all these ideas about actually you can make a cidery in um, wherever you want. Well, that's technically, I found that was a lot harder than I thought actually, but <laughs> let's come back to that. Uh, another, um, you know, you, <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Actually, you can do that. anything except yeah, that. <laughs> actually, except from press, except from where's, where we're going to press it. Um, but, but you could, but yeah, you leave, you leave with a sense of they, they, they see it as a career. They really see it as a fully fledged, full on like um, industry and career. And I think that, you know, for me, there's, for me, we're we're kind of, we are getting there, but it feels that they get some, they get to places way quicker than, than we do. Um, And I just always have this massive fear, especially now with things like seltzers and stuff. Cause I, you know, I'm a business nerd. I love the, the industry 
and I, you know, I follow this stuff really closely and, and, and I just worry like what's happened over there, even though they put all this effort into stuff, they're getting annihilated by seltzers and stuff over in the U S right. And, um, uh, generally speaking, not necessarily in, in all local fields, but I can just, I just don't want that to happen to us. And I, and I, and I want that to mean that, that, it, that people kind of want to grow, you know, it's like seeing pulp going to Tesco's. It was like, fucking yes, get in. Yeah. Yeah. Hooray. We all said the same. Yeah, exactly. yeah, totally. Fucking yes. Totally. Like, you know, I mean, great for the Tesco buyer that they've actually, that they've actually kind of, you know, taken what for them, probably what they see as a risk and for the pulp guys too, you know, and, and that's just, we need, we need more, we need more pulps, you know, that's just what we need. Mm. Well, that's, it's, it's a good, it's a good chat for you because of Hawks. And we said like, uh, like that kind of mainstream and then that changed, uh, that kind of discussion. But, um, with the supermarket element it, for a lot of small independent people that closes off, uh, the small independent retail because they go, Oh, that's readily available. I want the special stuff. How yeah. did, how did you tread the line of like, what's readily available what's accessible and what's good and the balance between. I just think it, I think it's just a, a natural like curve of the business. Cause you know me, you like, you know, I would have come come in and, you know, hand delivered off the back of the van, you know, years ago, you know, back into, in, you know, into your shops and, and, um, you did, you did into the cock tavern at one point. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so you, you, you do that. And then, and then I guess for some people you grow out of, you grow out of like being the trendy um, brand or, or the cool, whatever that might be, or, or, you know, uh, and that, that, and that's cool. And then you just kind of, you just keep, you just kind of like, um, if you want to, that, that this is what I mean. If you want to, you don't have to, you know, um, break the seal and just keep going and keep going and keep trying to get bigger and, and keep trying to work work faster. Um, and you know, I think that, you know, for, for, for Hawks, um, you know, doing things like specials and the Bermsey barrels things and stuff like some people will see that as a, um, as an attempt to try and do that. But, but, but others who have got a real kind of niche shop bottle shop probably will just say, do you know what? Good on them. Let us find the new, the new Hawks, you know, and that's just, I think that's just how our, our industry um, our industry works. But I think the thing that I hope that we had anyway, was a degree of like, you know, we went, we, we did, we didn't just skip the journey. We went on the journey. We were, you know, we were nothing, you know, Gabe came to the place in forest gate, you know, there was, you know, tiny, you know, so you, you go on the journey and people back and people back you because, you know, they just, they're just into it. So, yeah. So I think, I think it's a, um, I think it's just an evolution really. And what you were, um, you know, you, you personally and, and Hawks in terms of breaking the mold, not just of being an urban cidery and of London, but, and, but, and of the aesthetic and the language and the, you know, the, the slightly stick two fingers up to the establishment and everything else embodied by in bright neon lights above the bar, oh, no less off. the saviors of cider. <laughs> you know? I only, did that. I only knew yeah. cause my, I only knew it was my mind. That's the only reason why I did it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, fucking, I hate it. I hate it. And it's not because you're not. The, the, the mix is the, the venue as well, the bar, it, it's a fucking saviour. Like it really was yeah, well, a market this is point. This, 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 is, this is the point is that, um, you know, uh, what's it going to take for, for, for more enterprises and businesses such as yours, as, 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 as Hawks um, to 
um, to come to the fore. And in terms of, you know, have that dynamism and that attitude, mm. um, does it does it take just individuals such as yourself? What, 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 what does oh, it yes, mean? Oh, yes, it definitely takes loads <laughs> of individuals. If, <laughs> I, can, if yeah. I can replicate me today, I would absolutely yeah, I, yeah. I think you answered that question for him, Gabe. That was quite a good one. Gabe's question, why are you so handsome and good? <laughs> I know, like, yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll take the £10 yeah. later. Yeah. Time it. Like, yeah. um, firstly, like, the, the savings of cider thing is, is quite funny because I... N- after after a while, like I kind of did it like slightly tongue in cheek to start, and then uh, once um, Tom Oliver just kept calling me like sa- savvy or the, the save or whatever, he kept calling me all the time. I was like, "This is it. I'm sticking with this." Because if he keeps calling, if, yes. if, if I've got him calling me savvy or whatever he was calling me all the time, then I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to it. But you know, it was to I guess like it was to do that. Like I also have a bit of fun. You know, and that and that was also yes. the thing that, that that I wanted everyone to feel when they came into the cidery and they came across the brand that yeah, you know, we're going to be a bit forthright and we're going to have, but we are going to have fun doing it and we're going to have fun going on the journey um, with everybody um, and don't take ourselves too seriously and stuff. And I was really lucky that like, with the guys that got in and you know, um, you know, having people like Roberto. You, you know, it it kind of felt like it kind of it, they, those things just made it all feel feel right and, and 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 yeah. So I think that I think I think you have to be lucky. I think there is a degree of of luck in 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 growing any business to any kind of size. Um, but um, definitely for sure, like why there isn't anyone else doing it now in town. I, you know, like we've proven it can be done and, you know, hopefully more people want to, you know, want to do it. Um, and more, more people want to do it in, you know, I know Manchester's got the temp, um, is it temperance? Temperance. Temperance Yeah. Yeah, Temperance and stuff. So like technically, technically it it, it can, it can be done. Do you think, do you think that's maybe the way forward for cider is, is more, more urban? (laughs) I mean, look, cider is, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, yes. I, I think that the thing is, you have to take cider to people, and that's why we chose the the Bermondsey Beer Mile. It wasn't, you know, it, I, I wasn't going to put it anywhere. You know, I had it in Forest Gate because I couldn't afford anything else at the time. You know, when we first started, and then it was like I had to get on the Bermondsey Beer Mile because nobody ever was like, "Oh, I know, I'm going to go to the Bermondsey Beer Mile and have a cider." But it was the perfect coincidental, like, oh, there's a cidery here. Why don't I fucking go in and have a cider? Because I've had so much beer. I'll go mm. in and change my palate. And then you've got them. And if you can grab them in a place like that with so much footfall, like that place to us was 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 unbelievable for for getting us um getting us noticed and getting yeah. people through the door. The other aspect um, I'm going to say for you, Simon, obviously, is tax, of course. Everyone's favourite topic here at the Neutral oh, yes. Hotel. I was it's waiting. Tax. You're waiting for it. God, this is, the, if everyone's not turned off already, this is perfect. <laughs> no, no, this is, this, is, this is the sexy bit. This is the what's, sexy bit. What's the old owner of that urban cidery got to say about tax? Go on. <laughs> what? <laughs> what's Jesus got to say about yeah. tax? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, I'm, I'm very nearly finishing Modern British Cider by Gabe Cook. Uh, <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Your book is a joke, mate. Your book is a fucking joke. Don't, don't let it be. It'll be six months down the drain. Um, and I've come into the section, which we will talk about in a second, Simon, around sort of small cider makers' duty relief proposals and opportunity in the UK. It, it effectively exists in the USA. And if you make up to 2.8 million litres of cider, you could get a $103,000 tax discount every single year that they are able to then invest back into into their business with employees and tanks and people on the on the ground, etc. I presume this is, this is something that you would be in favour of in the UK? 100%. I mean, it, 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 but this goes back to the, the, to the problem um, that there isn't... You know, craft cider makers. You know, we, there, there isn't really a voice that that I think that um, shouts loud enough at that level to to make that I mean, change happen. G- Jesus is pretty loud. Maybe like you are just you're just. If only we had a savior. I mean, are you? Is this all just a really really intricate ploy? <laughs> To get you put yourself in this position, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, the um, crucifix outside Parliament Square. Um, <laughs> Stigmata is coming as we speak. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Stigmata is um, a great yeah. name for a cider. Raspberry yeah. blush cider. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Stigmata cider. That's got it. Um, mm, duly noted. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, look, but that, that's so. Of course, of course, it. I mean, that was the thing that changed the beer industry in 2004 whenever I when they bought in um uh, uh, brewers relief that's that isn't you put all the brands aside that's what changed the industry over, overnight and that's what allowed all these guys to pop up um and the fact that you get over 7000 liters and then you pay the same amount of tax as strongbow who Chapter who chapter lies who you know water it down concentrate it etc cetera, etc cetera. and you're trying to make full juice stuff or whatever the fact that you have to pay the same amount of tax for them and then try and compete in the same venue to try and get on the bar is a joke it is an absolute travesty to the industry um, that this hasn't changed and I know it's been looked at but. You know, we we gave we've been we went to we you know we I can't even I can't even say, yeah I mean look we 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 yeah. went to a meeting about it and you know that just the next day it was all about juice content after you it know was. leaving on leaving a meeting saying we were going to do something about the tax so yeah so look, lo, lo, long answer to a short question is absolutely we've got to do something about it. And, and and sort of slightly segueing into a into another associated topic, um, one that's very close to Grant's heart actually um, is around particular flavoured ciders, especially the old pineapple cider that I remember coming into <laughs> into the cidery and seeing Rad and Roberto actually chopping whole pineapples that you'd obviously bought at a discount rate from the from the, <laughs> from the fruit the and veg yeah. guy down around the corner. Yeah, the tour, yeah. um, you know, um, you know, are, are those are those kind of ciders? Do you think you know that that you enjoy? Do you think they're the future? <sighs> no, I well, fruit cider, um, yeah, never take off. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Yum <laughs> Seltzer yeah. is the future. Hey, can we talk about fucking Tom Yum cider? <laughs> I, I, look, I I think from the, the two things, right? I think if you're going to go down the tax route, uh, the the first thing to start is you 
you put it on. You, you start with Apple, obviously, because that's 100 what what um, you know what uh, craft slider makers should be their first uh, should be their first um, and biggest product, right? Um, so I, I would just start there, and then you know the whole made wine thing is just a a, a storm that your listeners don't deserve to go down. Um, but it, you know, I think fruit cider um, is not you know, the thing that you need to tackle from day one, I think you need to just get, if you're going to do it, just get Apple done first and, and, and go and go from there, I think. So you, you said on, uh, on Twitter a few months ago in this, this thread of what's wrong with the cider market, giving it all one of the things was, (laughs) well, I thought I I didn't have anything else to do. So (laughs) just put the kids to bed. Yeah. 17 tweets. Yeah. (laughs) I, I didn't do the thread. I didn't do the thread emoji. I nearly did just to full, full wankify it. <laughs> so you half wankified your Twitter. Feed. Oh, I'm. I reckon I'm probably the the biggest wankifier. But I'm. I'm learning. No, but I think you. No, but you. You. You raised some some good points. I thought particularly interested in the tax. But we've. I think we've covered that in about three minutes. So that's okay. But but one being, there's not enough new cider makers entering the market. Uh, what what can we do about that, and how how do you encourage new cider makers to enter the market? Well, well, as I was saying before, you know, you have to you have to make it a viable. You you got to make it a viable business for them. I think just a lot of people look at the economics of trying to make decent cider and just give up on it because. Um, you know, you look at the competition and the reality is what people are prepared to pay for for cider you know martin will know you know he you know he's sold at the you know at the at at the at the top end right and and you know that's like the one percent of the one percent in terms of like people who know that and there's still a ceiling there and this yeah exactly for cider definitely you know um and 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 i think as a as an industry as a group of um cider makers the responsibility is on is on us, the ones that have been, um, not us, obviously I'm like, but, but the ones that are out, the one it's a responsibility on, on, on them to, to, to try and help that process and bring and help bring more people in because that old expression, what's the thing about high boats? High tides raise all ships. Yeah. 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 yeah, That's it. Yeah. That, that is so true because you need people listen when they know that it's a tsunami of, of cool stuff coming their way and they just get bowled over by it. Like craft beer's done and distilling's done every five seconds you're hit with something, someone new or something, someone doing something different. And that, that, and cider given its size, you know, what is it? Three bill market or something. It is, it just doesn't have, it just doesn't have that. Um, but that's down to the economics. And, and I only think that cider makers, um, can change that and not the fucking, you know, the cartel that is the NACM. Um, it, it has to be the, uh, it has to be the ones that, 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 that really, that really kind of care about um, the small guy. Well, um, we've brought up the tweet then. Um, and it's, it's an interesting point because it, it, it immediately read as quite a negative thread of things that could have been changed. But do you, how do you feel being a cider maker that moved out of that category then going, oh, this is what you could have done. It's like, mate, you could have done that. Like, why? Why didn't you action that change? Yeah, well, I, I, yeah. I mean, that's fair, that's a fair challenge. I, I think to some extent, you, you, I did quite, a, I did quite a bit as for one for one 
business, as Gabe was saying earlier, like in terms of trying to rally and 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 trying to kind of um, get people on the journey with you, that's what I realize is it takes time. And I, in, in, in hindsight, I look back and I say it takes time. Right. And that's not the thing that I've been always been, been great at. So in hindsight, I can look that you can't just bludgeon people to think <laughs> the way that you think that's, you know, that is, it's just, that's just, that, that, that is just a, a reality and you learn that over time. So, you know, f- for me now I'm outside it. I think I probably have a better opportunity to try and help that process and, and I can do it as a objective view. Um, uh, and, and maybe perhaps people will, will kind of listen a bit more now because I, I haven't really got any skin in the game. There's nothing, there's nothing in it for me apart from my desire to, 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 to try and help, um, uh, side of get to where I think it should be. Did you, did you, so you clearly, you know, you've, what I'm getting is that you've, you got a very a good business head. So, were you, were you when you set it up? Were you always thinking, okay, I can set this up to a point and and sell it on? Was that was that your thinking? Um, I I think I think Grant, if you start a business with a with a if you start a business with a view that you're gonna that you're gonna sell it, you don't build a, you don't build a good business to mm, start off right. with because you're always worried about. Like I would not have said like perfect example. I would not have said and done half the things that. I said and did if I was like all worried about what ABI were going to think about it and they were going to come, you know, if they, you know, didn't like the tone that we were using and stuff like that. So, um, it's, it's, you know, I think you always, I think you always kind of, um, hope that at some point you might get something back because as we all know, like, you know, it's a, it's a slog. Um, but certainly like I was really loving, what we were doing and we were, we got it to a point where actually it was a profit, it was a profitable business and profitable um, side of business. Yeah. Fuck off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. What, you <laughs> truly are the savior. One in a million. Giving it to people. Oh yeah, exactly. I would have been sharing it with everybody, but, um, Simon, sometimes on, again, sort of going back to the, so like there's some of the, the, the challenge and the opprobrium that you've, you've faced from certain people within sort of cider community and things like with, like with the donated fruit and the accusations that, um, you know, people were just sort of saying, you know, most of your site, most of your cider is made from from what kind of fruit, and that you were just playing off the fact that you were kind of doing donated mm-hmm. fruit. Is just, just is this a a tall poppy syndrome for cider, or 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 for or for you, or London, or Hawks? Well, I think or- when I think like any business, I think what you try and do, what you try and do is you try and realise early on what 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 you can do that makes you stand out, which makes you different and makes you stand out, right? So. The how the journey that we went on there was, especially with the donated fruit, was that you know I didn't at that point we didn't have any you know we started as a contract like everyone knows like we started we when we first started Urban Orchard we were having a contract produced for us at Aspals right, um, and um, you know you, I, you know I mean you can speak to my ask my wife like I literally would spend weird weird days and weeks out during. August all the way through to October getting, I, I did those apples, like they were got, you know, they weren't, they, the, the percentage that, that went into the juice, like we never, and I never sat up there and said, 
yeah, this is this is a hundred percent donated apples from from London. What we said was, this is what we do, and this is how we get them, and this goes into our cider, and that was the germ of what Hawks really became in the sense of then not only did Urban Orchard then grow into an urban brand producing it, you know, producing, you know, 1 million litres plus in a, you know, in a, in an urban environment in the middle of London. So like, I think like anything, the idea progressed and moved, moved on as we went, as we got, as you know, as we got, as we got bigger. Um, but you know, um, so I don't see any, personally, I don't see any, uh, any issue with that, but you know, promote people might be, have a different view. What? Um, can we talk about you personally, how, how you feel now and how you, uh, felt with the whole moving on from Hawks, you know, you've, you've, you've sort of <laughs> stumbled over we and they, and, uh, is, is, is was there a, a, a bit of a crisis after the, the, the you left something that, that you built up yourself? Um, you know, was this kind of, uh, when you moved away from Hawks and left Hawks, who, who were you? Who did you, did you feel there was an existential crisis there? Was there a crisis of identity? It was like there's something that, that, you, that you'd worked so hard for and, and it became you and then all of a sudden it's gone. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think as I said at the start, I think it's, you know, I, I try and reflect on th- that it's a, um, that it's a, a, it's a nice, in a way is is an okay problem to have, but definitely that, you know, my health, definitely my, my mental health in term in terms of, in, in terms of, as you say, looking, reflecting on myself and who I, who I am, that, that definitely, um, uh, that that's definitely happened over the last six months. And I think actually it's taken this time for me to, to, to find, to find that, 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 the, the, the fight back again and the, and the desire to, to, to want to go out there and, and, and rediscover, um, that person again. The reason I ask this <clears throat> is, is, is from, from, from my perspective, uh, in, in with the band and, uh, that, that, that I was in and, and that's all of a sudden became not a thing anymore. And, and, and I struggled with that and I didn't know who, I was and who I was meant to be. And, and I see that in what you've done, you know, that, mm. that you all of a sudden you, you, <clears throat> and not to, to joke about it, but you were the savior cider and all of a sudden you're not, and you're passing that mantle on. And what, what you must've thought literally, you know, the day after you signed that contract and you passed it over, you must've went, well, who the fuck am I now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I get, I guess, I, I, I guess I, 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 believe uh, you know I've, I, I guess I, I've kind of still believed that Simon not the savior cider I guess I believe that sort of Simon um uh is was you know is more than that you know Simon you know, is it that why I always said to people is is you you can't let this one this thing that's happened in your life now as in as in Hawks I, I can't let that be the thing that completely defines who I am for the next 30 years because, you know, I'm just touching on, um, nearly 40 and I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of, you know, gas left in there and, and it's not for, and I just don't, and I think there's, 
I can, I can, there's other things I can do. There's other, there's other things that, that people can, um, people can come across me for, you know, do you know I just think that, I just think that to say that, you know, that was, that was me and I'm going to now worry about who that person was and where he's gone. I don't, I don't, that that's gone now. That, that mm. to me is, that to me is done. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm moving on and, um, and I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm going to re in three days after my crucifixion, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to roll back that motherfucking stone and I'm going to, and I'm going to come out. I'm going to come out and go, go wherever I go. Well, wherever you do go, uh, as you are going in your vehicle of whatever description and just you like are Jesus. looking just like Jesus in his BMW M3, uh, you are then looking at one final glance in the rear view mirror and you see the new Hawks branding. What do you think? <laughs> oh, uh, I'm contractually obliged um, to say it's great. No, <laughs> this is the producer's guy. I, I look. I, 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 I stick stickers on my mates. That's <laughs> I, 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 I can see why they've done. I can look. I can see why they've done it. You know, I can, can see, be fucking think, honest, man. No, honest. That is my honest. I can. My honest answer is 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 that is that that if you're looking at kind of starting afresh and moving on, then just fucking change you know, to just change it all. And that's what they've, you know, that's what they've done. You know, whether I, whether it's for me or if, if it's not for me, they've, you know, I can understand why they've done it because a lot of the old stuff, you know, was, you know, especially, you know, Eddie and, and, and the symbol and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, that was my, that's my, that was kind of my alter ego persona thing coming out in a, you know, in, in a, in a thing. So hang on. So are you saying that the Eddie was the name of the skull? Yeah. Yeah. Eddie was the name of the skull. Is yeah. that, are you, a, are you an Iron Maiden fan then, Simon? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, well I, look, I mean, that's exactly, again, I told you at the beginning, I, I, I'm not really clever. I just take other people's <laughs> ideas. And, but just, yeah. For me, the, the old branding, it, it, it suits, uh, cause of the skulls, it's not Beaver Town. It suits weird beard of like, like, cause all the cans were dark and black and it had the skull shape and everything um and i like the new branding but my problem with the new branding is it marries it too much to brewdog it isn't a new start for hawks mm. it's a new start for a brewdog cidery do you know what i mean that's how i view it <laughs> yeah but I, I think mine actually like it's, i think that 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 could actually end up being a really good thing for 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 brewdog and for hawks because i think let's face it like everybody knows the name Brewdog far more than they do Hawks. And I think if they can probably pull it closer to it, um, then there probably stand more, stands more of a chance of getting a bit more well, well known, i.e. it's the, it's a Brewdog cider called Hawks, you know, not, not Hawks. I just don't, to be honest with you, I, I find it hard to, to, um, I don't look, I don't look at it. I don't try and try not to look at it that much anymore really because it's it um yeah it's like an old girl feels like an old you know it feels like like an ex-wife or an old you know an old girlfriend that you really love that you kind well, of who's who's your new squeeze what's what's happening um i it's now um so it's a couple of things like um certainly one of the things i kind of want to use the show for is to try and shout out about the the need 
And if the guy, if guys want it, the cider wants to do it and craft cider wants to do it is to try and get ourselves back around the table and, um, yes. talk about, um, getting the band together and, you know, uh, trying to look out for ourselves, trying to look out for ourselves on a bigger scale. Um, because I do think that, um, the time is, the time's definitely right for it. Um, so I want to be part of that. I want to try and help that as if I, if I can. Um, I've always said that you, you, you know, there needs to be something in it for everybody. There needs to be something in it for cider makers to want to start something new, um, and to start a new organization. And, uh, and I, and I think that there, I think that we kind of have to try and work out how we do that and not get caught up in, um, too much of the, um, too much of the nuances and the politics that, that means mm-hmm. that we kind of shut the door on it before we've even opened it. Um, so I'd love to do that. Um, well, can, can, can I, can you do that please? Because yeah. I mean, look, I'm, there's, there's, I'm, there's, 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 and I'm, I, I'm being honest. Like I think having spoken to you now and having seen you on Twitter, like I feel like you're the person to do that and, and someone needs to take control of that. And and there's too many sort of cider makers doing little things within their communities. And, but they don't, like you said on Twitter, they don't have the power or they don't have someone who's really going to take it to the people that, that need to make that difference. So yeah. Can you do it? Yeah, I'm up can, for it. Can we, yeah, I'm up yeah. for it. I mean, it needs to happen, and I agree with that. That was the one thing on on your your uh, your Twitter. Thread the one thing. Posted. The one thing has existed. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the yeah, emoji yeah. thread. Oh yeah, I'm emoji sorry, thread. but it was the one. It, it was the one thing that I was like, yeah. Emoji the one thing bell. I was like, that's completely, that's completely correct. It's like there's no the 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 you know the, the small brewers association is does amazing things and there's uh, you know national association of cider makers that does nothing for craft no it does do makers, things right it, it, it tw- i told well, you before it tweets it tweets about it has a picture of a side I mean, i've got to watch i mean gabe you would never have done a um you know you'd never have done one of those tweets would you <laughs> not n- no <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even know no no anyway yeah but, but look, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm up for, look, i'm 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 100 up for it and um it, as i said it, it just needs just needs the desire now of people to 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 want to um to to want to do it and it, it's going to take a bit of um it's going to take a bit of work it's going to take a bit of hassle it's going to take a bit of um uh trust i think in it and and uh because no one, you know, it's a new, it's a new, it's a new thing. But um, yeah, I just hope, I just hope people are up for it out there and want to get involved. Um, at this point, we would normally say, what website should people to head to? But I suspect in your case, that it's your Twitter handle. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, my Twitter, uh, uh, my Twitter handle is at Chief Hawker. And again, I probably need to change oh. that. Oh yeah, you <laughs> haven't gone too far from the, the apple doesn't fall too far from the sold It's like the tree. apple, David Brent, isn't it? Like, just get, <laughs> what, are you going to ban the dog? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Just turning up at Hawk. So oh, I'm here. I work, guys. Yeah. <laughs> chief, chief. Oh, it says in my hand. Oh, here he is. Saviour. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Walking in. <laughs> Simon, thank you, thank you for joining us and for sharing with your your experience of 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 being this cider entrepreneur, of being the saviour, and of your experience of setting up one of the most influential cider makers that this country has had over the last decade or so. I very much hope that you get the opportunity to come down to the Cider Salon in Bristol, oh, yeah. Saturday the 14th sure. of August. 
come down, we'll have a bit of a reunion and uh, and shoot the breeze, and maybe you'll start your bid for um, you know craft cider um, presidential domination. The prince and of I'll just be the chief hawker. The prince of- <laughs> 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 But for now, Simon, thank you so much. What's we'll sale to you, my friends? Cheers. 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 Good to see you. Okay, now here at the Nutricider Hotel, we've got a speak pipe. Hooray! Finally. And apparently. Fucking finally. finally. Come on, people. <laughs> keep on. What you actually mean is, pipes. oh, we're, we're rifling through that many speak pipes we can yes. yeah. keep up with them. That, Eleanor keeps it. sending them. <laughs> I know. Hi, hello, we'll... it's me, Martin. <laughs> Irish <laughs> leprechaun. What was that? Well, that's, that's, hard. That's, that's Eleanor's impression of you. Okay, so you're impersonating <laughs> Eleanor after I've impersonated. Okay, this is getting too far. So this week, we got a speak pipe from. <laughs> Sam at Vessel, I do believe, and it's all about home cider making. Let's have a listen. Hi, hoteliers. It's Sam Condon here. Um, when I'm not uh, selling lovely beer and cider, I also like to dabble in a bit of homebrew. Um, I'd like to have a go at making some cider as well. So what's the best way for me to try and make some cider uh, when I don't have access to an orchard or apples? Is there some way to get my hands on some decent juice? Okay, thank you. So there we go. Thanks, Sam. All about home cider making. What's the best way to approach it? It's a good question. You know, the fact is that apples do grow pretty much everywhere. There'll be fruit in gardens. There are lots of cider makers, uh, including Hawks, who uh, take donated fruit and local fruit and and unwanted fruit. The actual source of the apples is less of the issue. It's if you're making cider at home, um, it's converting the apples into juice. Mm. That is the bit that you know costs a little bit of money. Basically, you need a mill and you need a press. You need a way of chopping up the fruit, turning it into a pulp, squeezing it, and extracting the juice. If you go to like sort of small um, provi- providers of, of sort of small presses like Vigo presses and places like that, uh, you know, if, if you're going to do this every single year and if you're going to get your mates involved or the local community, it's worth investing a few quid because it is just lush and really good fun and, and and a great way to sort of get together with people. So that's a great way to start, I would say. All right. Well, wh- what I was going to say is um, Sam in a vessel in Plymouth, uh, there's some cider makers down in Devon that you could get in contact with. So basically my first step would be to get in touch with cider makers in your area, if there are them, because that's a great asset if you go down and help out on the day you can take some juice and all that like there's ways that you can like agree it but also if you aren't in a fortunate cider area you can use culinary apples dessert varieties and, and the such and mash them up and you can buy your press like gabe says but if you're going to do that make ciders for what you've got don't try and make a single variety big tannic thing if you've got none of the apples for it. So lean into kind of the environment that you've got and the apples that grow there. Definitely. Yes. That's that's basically what I was going to say. It was mash up the apples. You can use a a, a bucket and a, a big... Big old stick. Uh, a big stick. 
Um, <laughs> you can you can use a juicer, uh, and it will be extremely laborious. But all you need is apple juice and a vessel to to put that apple juice in. Uh, and uh, and and you you will be able to ferment cider. And by by apple juice, you mean unpasteurized, like raw apple juice, not ju- you can't. Yeah, just, sorry, yeah. I mean I mean juiced juiced apples mm. because you can you can make it with like fresh pressed apple juice from your local apple juice maker as well, long as it's unpasteurized. Let's talk about that then. Yeah. So. <laughs> Go on, go on, Martin. <laughs> okay, so so if you if you're lucky enough to live in an area like say uh, Kent, where there's loads of people juicing apples, and you can go pick up uh, ap- apple juice in the season that's just been freshly pressed, you can actually pitch a yeast in there. It can be as simple as taking the sugars from that apple juice and pitching a yeast and leaving it get to the temperature that you need it to in a controlled vessel, but. The, the joy for a lot of people is mashing the apples and the whole ceremony. So basically, do what A, you want, B, what you can, and C, if you're like me, what your partner will let you do in the house because it, you share <laughs> a space and you should be responsible. Absolutely. And, and, and in terms of an actual producer to go, if you go to lowercourtsfarm.co.uk, fantastic herefordshire cider apple grower they can send you apples if you have your if you're of a scale whereby you've you've got your own mill and press but if you don't then they can supply even relatively sort of smaller quantities of juice um to you all around the, the country as well so you can experiment with different varieties or just together to be honest even if you did and i'm not necessarily recommending it makes the best cider even if you did purchase pineapples any kind of apple juice from the supermarket <laughs> in terms of tom yum and even tom yum <laughs> uh, you could you could just the act of practicing the fermentation is a really really good thing understanding what happens how does it happen playing with an airlock playing with the hydrometer understanding when something has finished fermentation when the, when the sediment drops to the bottom the, the act of racking it's all good practice i would say all right well uh, sam i think that hopefully has given you some constructive uh pointers for how you can explore cider making at home get out there go find the fruit go find the juice go start your cider making journey it is super exciting so there we go thanks again to Simon Wright the saviour the original saviour of cider himself for joining us here at the Neutral Cider Hotel for an awesome chat we could have gone on for another hour or so I reckon we'll just have to do it in person at the Crystal Cider Salon and again Mm -hmm. hope to see you all there too and if you enjoy our podcast and want to help please do spread the word about the Neutral Cider Hotel. Tell your friends about it and encourage them to listen. You can also follow, rate, and review us on your favourite podcast app. It really does help. And please find and follow us on social media. We are at Neutral Cider Hotel on Instagram and Facebook and Neutral Cider Pod on Twitter. And as always, just like Sam, you can uh, leave us a voicemail with your questions and comments at speakpipe.com forward slash Neutral Cider Hotel. And obviously do check out our website, neutralciderhotel.com for all episodes we have recorded this far. There we go. Another week, another episode here at the Neutral Cider Hotel. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, everybody.